I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Increasing clouds tonight, the low 35. The state of Illinois is partnering with Google to streamline access to children's behavioral health services. Alex Degman reports. A new online portal called Beacon will put mental health services offered through DCFS, the State Board of Education, and other agencies into one centralized location. The idea is to make the process less stressful for families and caregivers who are already stressed. State Representative Lindsay LaPointe, a former youth and family counselor, says the current system is overwhelming to navigate. It takes an average of 11 years from when a young person starts to show signs of needing mental health support and struggling till they actually get connected with that support. Nothing about that 11-year gap is acceptable. The portal is part of a larger plan introduced nearly a year ago called the Children's Behavioral Health Transformation Initiative. I'm Alex Degman. Amron, Illinois is touting its system's response to the extreme cold snap that hit our region from January 13th through the 16th. The utility says temperatures averaged minus 9 degrees during the four-day period. Amron reports on January 14th, its customers used the fourth highest volume of natural gas in one day since 2007. Access to 10 different interstate transmission pipelines, 12 underground storage facilities, and additional leased storage means Amron, Illinois, says it's prepared for peak demand during harsh winters. The utility reports its diversified natural gas portfolio, gas storage capabilities, and strategy of purchasing gas during the summer months when prices are cheaper save customers about $22 million because Amron was able to limit the purchase of natural gas on the open market when gas prices spiked during the cold spell. The Illinois-based think tank Every Library Institute and editorial site Book Riot conducted a survey to learn what parents across the U.S. think of school libraries. Every Library Director John Kraska says the survey shows although parents trust school librarians to make responsible decisions regarding book titles, they're more comfortable with certain topics than others. Parents across the country are much more comfortable talking about books that have puberty and sex education as a theme or social justice as a theme rather than a book that would specifically be about an LGBTQ plus character or author. He says it can be difficult for some parents to discuss sexual orientation with their kids. The courts and not the State Board of Elections should decide whether former President Donald Trump should be on Illinois' upcoming primary ballot. Dave McKinney reports on that finding by a state hearing officer. That hearing officer, a retired Republican Kankakee County judge, held that Trump participated in the fatal January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. But he said the state's courts should decide if that disqualifies Trump as a presidential candidate under a constitutional prohibition against insurrectionists seeking public office. Chicago attorney Matthew Pierce, who represents voters challenging Trump's candidacy, is pleased by that finding. We are confident that the Illinois courts upon appeal are going to remove Mr. Trump from the ballot in our state. The Trump campaign said it was withholding comment until after the State Board of Elections takes up the matter Tuesday. It's a dispute that could reach the state Supreme Court. This is Dave McKinney. The rise of artificial intelligence is raising alarm bells for election officials across the country. Before the New Hampshire primary, a robocall imitating President Joe Biden called voters and told them not to vote. It's seen as a potential preview of what voters could be in for as the 2024 general election approaches. Rachel Ory is the senior associate director of the Bipartisan Policy Center's Elections Project. She says while incidences like the one in New Hampshire might be isolated, 
AI could have other consequences. Our bigger concern is what's known as a liar's dividend, that even when there are instances of generative AI being used to target voters with false information, they feed into this bigger risk that the presence of false information makes voters trust any information less. Ori says the past few years have seen a near-constant assault on accurate voting information, which has made it challenging for good information to reach voters. Illinois' primary is March 19th. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.